Oh, you are in for a treat. I'm in for a treat because I get to teach this training. Welcome back to module number one, the webinar planning phase, and this is the best training lesson in the entire program. Now, I'm biased, obviously, but I really enjoyed creating this lesson for you. And you'll hear me say a few times throughout the training, this is one of my favorites, I love this training. However, this one truly takes the cake. Now, I actually waited to record this lesson to the very end. So I've already recorded almost every lesson inside your program, except this one. And the reason I waited till the very end to record this is I wanted to make sure I've included everything you need to know to create a stellar webinar presentation. And we're talking specifically about the slide deck here. And this is an important lesson because if you get this part right, you're going to be able to sell. If you get this part right, you're going to be able to hold their attention and get them excited and inspired and build trust and affinity. So this is really important and I wanna give it the respect it deserves. So I'm so glad we're here together. I think you're really going to enjoy this. And I wanna tell you one more thing before we dive in. And that is that creating your webinar slide deck should be a lot of fun. Maybe not for everybody, I know we're all different, but if you are at all creative or you really enjoy putting content together, or if you love, love, love to teach the stuff that you have promised in your paid program, then you're going to love putting together the webinar because this is introducing all of it. It's getting people excited about it. It's introducing the concept that will be totally aligned with whatever it is you plan to sell. So I actually love this process. I love putting together my slide deck. I will say it takes me about a week to do so. I start it for about seven days before it's due, and every day I work on it just a little bit in order to get it exactly where I wanna get it to. Because if I were to do it, let's say two days before I went live, I'd cram everything in there, I'd feel pressured, I wouldn't do my best work, and this is where you definitely wanna do your best work. This is the stuff that you don't wanna leave until the night before. I know it sounds silly, but I want you to go to bed early the night before your live webinar. And I want you to wake up knowing that everything is ready to go. Now, when you're in a launch, that's not always going to happen that way, but at least I want your slide deck ready to go so you're not making changes to it minutes before. I've been there, I know the stress, and it's going to really affect your ability to do a smashing job on your live webinar. Okay, so I'll get off my high horse there. I just really love this topic and I want you to do an amazing job on your slide presentation. So here's what you'll discover. The big picture, what's included in a stellar webinar presentation. Phase one, the promise. Phase two, the path. And phase three, the promotion. These are the three phases inside your slide presentation. Now I'm really excited to give you the cheat sheet for this lesson. The cheat sheet is called the Perfect Slide Deck Blueprint. And in the cheat sheet, I'm gonna give you the blueprint for how the flow of your presentation should go in order to convert well at the end. So pretty much the blueprint is exactly what I'm gonna teach you here, but I want you to be able to print something and use it as you put your slide deck together. And so you're going to love this blueprint. I can promise you that. So first, the big picture. One of the most important pieces of the entire system is the actual presentation. Your slide deck dictates the flow, the richness, and overall ease of your presentation. 
Therefore, it deserves your focus and attention. So when I say flow, that just means from one slide to the other and from one phase to the other. So from the promise to the path to the promotion. The richness is that content that you offer, the how-to, the secrets, the tips. It's the path. And then the ease is the transition into your promotion, into selling, where many of us get flubbed up. So that's something I really do want to pay attention to as well. Now, the most important component of a slide presentation is the flow of the content, how it all kind of comes together. And that includes those transitions into one topic into the other. That flow is what is going to capture people's attention, make them trust you more, and make them want to buy from you at the end. So that's what we're going to focus on the most in this lesson. But of course, the flow definitely involves the sales part of it. So don't worry, I've got you covered. Now, phase number one is the promise. Now we've already gone over this, but I wanna refresh your memory. The promise is the hook. It entices your audience and grabs their attention. If you're still a little bit uncertain about your promise, about the topic of your webinar, make sure to check out the bonus, the 10 irresistible webinar topics that are sure to fill up your webinar. It's underneath the extras tab at the top. And that bonus gives you a lot of title examples that hopefully will inspire you with some ideas for the overall topic of your webinar. Now your promise is always driven by the benefits. It helps answer the question, how is this going to help me? That's what your audience is going to ask. Your promise makes that really clear. The benefits are the results. There's three words I always say we want to focus on when we're creating the promise around our webinar. We want it to be irresistible, relevant, and actionable. Now, we've already talked about the promise and your webinar topic in video three and module one. So just in case you skipped it, make sure to go back to that one as well, because it will help you really seal the deal with your promise. Now, there are some slides that you want to include during phase one of your webinar presentation. So remember, phase one is all about the promise. We're setting things up, we're setting expectations, we're painting a picture to get them really excited for what's to come. Now, the first slide theme that I want you to focus on inside of the path, inside of phase number one, is the you are in the right place slide. Now, you do not need to use that exact title. As you can see, I've used that title, but you do not need to. And you can play up these titles and make them your own. Actually, I'd love to see you do that because what's gonna happen is hundreds of us then are going to be having the exact same slide deck. And that could hurt your sales when you're like everybody else. So I want you to understand the theme and then I want you to make it your own in terms of the copy you use and the layout you use and just the, the general style that you're gonna go forward with. So just know you don't need to necessarily copy exactly what my slide says. You can if you want, but then everyone's gonna have the same slides. Okay, so slide theme number one, you are in the right place. And the goal here is to make them instantly feel at ease. Like, ooh, okay, this is gonna be worth my time. All right, I signed up for the right webinar. This feels good. Oh, this girl's gonna give me exactly what she promised. That's what you want people to think. So what I do is I usually break it up into a few slides, or maybe I'll put it on one slide. It just depends on my mood, I guess. But in this case, for the webinars that convert webinar, this is what I did. I did three slides in a row, and this is exactly what they said, to make people feel like you are in the right place. 
Now, I'm also going to show you examples from other people's webinars. Now, this first one is from Chantelle Duffield, and she is from Australia. She was in my Profit Lab program, and also she was in my B-School bonus program. And she has a coach that's a great friend of mine, Victoria Gibson. Victoria Gibson's a great online marketing business coach. And so Chantelle has done her homework. Now, the first webinar she did, she generated $39,000 from one webinar. She sold a $1,000 program and she sent me that slide deck. So I'm going to use it throughout the examples in this lesson because I think she did an excellent job with her slides. This other example, does this sound like you? That is from Michael Hyatt. So Michael Hyatt has beautiful slides. I love to use him as an example. So I took a few snapshots from his slide deck as well. But remember, we don't wanna copy people. I'm just using these to help you see what I'm teaching as well. But I love that Michael did not use, you are in the right place. He used, does this sound like you? So again, you can change those titles and do whatever feels right for you. I didn't make up, you are in the right place. I actually got that idea from a uh, a student of David Seitman Garland's told him about that. So these things are passed on through webinars to webinars to webinars. Basically, we all start talking about what really works, and that's what I'm bringing you today. The second slide theme I'd love to see you include is the slide that teases a bonus. Now, the reason you're doing this is you want to give them a reason to stay until the very end. So what I always do is I offer a fast action bonus. Now, See how it says fast action bonus at the top there? Well, when I first introduce it during the promise phase, I'll likely change that to stay tuned or stay until the end. So I'd put that right there at the top. And then when I get into selling in phase three, I show this exact same slide again, but that's when it says fast action bonus. So after, and I'll show you where this fits a little bit later, but after I actually sell or promote the program, then I say, remember in the beginning, I told you about that special bonus. Well, this is your opportunity to get it. If you order my program while we're still live here on the webinar, then you can get this fast action bonus. So that's basically how it works. And Chantelle did stick around where she has this special worksheet that people can get their hands on, but they need to stay to the end to learn how they can get it. Now, some people will just give it to everybody that's on the webinar, as long as you know, hey, you're here, let me give you the URL to where you can get this bonus right now. I like to include it as part of a bonus to my paid program. So you can do whatever feels right. But the goal here is to get them to stay till the end. They're anticipating something really great. Now, the third slide theme is what you'll learn. So you're setting expectations. So Chantelle did a good job with what you'll learn. She's got the fishbowl right there. And then what I like to do is put all those bullets that Chantelle has there onto one slide each. So I'll just go boom, 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 boom through exactly what you're going to learn. Remember, I like more slides, less builds, less bullets. So I would put one on each slide. There's no right or wrong here. Remember, Chantelle had a $39,000 webinar. I just want to show you different ways to do it. Now, the fourth slide theme is your aha moment. This is where you're going to tell a story with your audience, with them in mind, and it's not really all about you. So this is where I see a lot of mistakes on webinars. So let's talk about this a bit. And as a side note, remember, I put this all into a cheat sheet. 
as a blueprint for you so you could follow along afterwards. So just stay with me here and then I'll give you some supporting material so you can do it on your own. So with the aha moment in the promise phase, so we're still in the beginning, we haven't gotten into all the content yet. What I like to do is tell a story that relates to what I'm going to teach them. So in this example that you're seeing here, I taught this on my webinar course for Webinars That Convert, the program you're in now. And I talked about the fact that the reason I became so obsessed with webinars is because when I just started my business, I actually went backwards in revenue. And the problem was I was a consultant. And so I had all these clients. I was pulled in a million directions. This is me on the road, in a hotel room, making videos, hustling, doing all I could, and it wasn't working. So what you can't see in that picture is I was miserable and I needed a new way to do business. So that's when someone introduced me to webinars and I thought, whoa, this could change everything for me. So you see what I'm doing there? I, my aha moment tells a story, but also in the profits image, it shows how I've actually increased profit a lot, even though I'm telling them to focus on that 2011, that's where my pain point was. I show a picture to make it real. So my story hopefully will resonate with my audience. When you know your audience really well, you can tell a story where they can say, oh, I can totally relate. A lot of people in my audience are consultants. They are doing things that they don't love to do, and they do wanna create online training courses and do webinars, but they're not there yet, so they can relate to where I started as well. Then I go on to talk about how I became obsessed with webinars. That word obsessed is a really good trigger word. When you're doing your presentation, if you became obsessed with something and that's why you were able to create a solution, then use the word. I think it's a powerful word. And the reason I use it is because I truly have become obsessed with list building and creating systems in your business and webinars. And when I become obsessed, I learn everything I need to learn. And now that's why I'm able to teach you. You see how that story comes back to them? Also, where it says my family, this actually doesn't relate to the slide deck I just went over. This is from Profit Lab. And I wanted to point out this slide deck as well because we talked about this in the lesson before about showing real-time pictures, right? Well, a lot of people just show a picture of their family and they're like, this is my family. I'm a dad, took two wonderful kids, and I live in da-da-da, and, and I love my life. And it's the most uncomfortable thing to me. Like I almost, I know this is gonna sound terrible, but I almost feel like it's really indulgent for the presenter and it has nothing to do with me. Now, some people will say, yeah, but you're inviting people in, you're introducing them to your life. You're right, but I still think it should be all about them. So what I do is anytime I tell a story about my family, I still relate it back to the topic at hand, my aha moment, or some story that relates to what I'm teaching, and then I introduce my family that way. That way I take people behind the scenes with me. This is Hobie, my husband, my son Cade, and of course I say I love these boys dearly, but the reason I got into webinars is because my husband wanted to become a firefighter and I needed to make money quickly. And that is a very true story. So of course we're not making this stuff up, right? We're finding a way to weave in our personal life into the story to make it relevant for them. And it's setting the stage. So an aha moment, that type of story sets the stage with that's why I know exactly what you need to know in terms of building your business or of losing weight or whatever it might be. 
So I have two more images, speaking of losing weight. This is my friend, Mary Crims, and she has an essential oils business. She does amazing with webinars. And in her aha moment, she talks about her before and after weight loss and how essential oils played a huge part in that. I mean, that's powerful, right? So her aha moment is really relevant to the people on her webinar. She's saying, look, I've done it and you can too. Now in this next image, this is Michael Hyatt in his younger days. This picture cracks me up. He's the one on the right. Michael Hyatt is Mary's father and Mary and I are great girlfriends. So I thought, oh, that's perfect. I've got Michael Hyatt next to his daughter. So Michael tells a story of his business crumbling and him and his business partner going on all these trips and trying to make the business work and it just wouldn't work. So he's got this picture at the airport. Brilliant, right? His aha moment comes to life with real images. So if you can dig back into your photos from way back when that are a defining moment when you were able to figure out a solution to the problem you're teaching on your webinar, golden. That's the good stuff. So that's what you would do in this aha moment story. And in addition to that, so this is the final thing I'll add to your phase one, the promise, you're also going to want to show some social proof. Now, I don't always do this, and it depends on the audience. So let's pretend the audience I was doing a webinar for were students of mine, which I do that for my students. So let's say I create a program that's like the next level after this webinar program, and I invite you all to come on that webinar. I likely wouldn't get into all my accolades. You know me, you trust me, you bought my program, we're moving on. But if it is a cold audience, or if a lot of people on that webinar don't know you, even though some will know you, I would include a little social proof. Michael Hyatt includes, uh, which is amazing, Forbes mentioning him as one expert that you must follow. And then for me, as you can see, this is not beautifully designed, but it works. So I just put some of the areas where I've been mentioned, Forbes, top 50 social power influencers, NBC, entrepreneur, that kind of stuff. Now, one thing I'll say is you don't stay too long on this slide. And the second thing I'll say is, as you can see with my example, you do not have to have beautiful slides. Would I like you to have beautiful slides? Heck yeah, here's why. More so about you than your audience. When my slides look good, I feel really confident about the flow and what I'm presenting. I'm really proud of it, so I get more excited to present it, which gives me more confidence. My audience probably could care less if they're professionally designed or if they just look good. Like I've seen slides that in my mind look horrendous and the slide deck presents beautifully because the flow is there. So I wanna point out as I show you all these examples, they do not need to look beautiful in order for them to work for you. I promise you that. So if your style is not to make them look really, really good, you just don't wanna go there, that's fine. Focus more on the flow. If you wanna present yourself as a pro and you wanna look really good as you present the content, which I love, awesome, go with that as well. So just know you don't have to have beautiful slides for this to work. Now, before we get out of phase one, the promise, you might have a question, and that question is, do I mention that I'm gonna sell a product at the end of the webinar? And my answer to that is, it is up to you. The way I see it is, it really depends on your preference. Do you want to mention that you have a product at the end? My style is usually, I do not. I do not because I just wanna give my best stuff away for free, even if they never, ever buy. To me, that is really important. And so that's where I focus in the beginning all the way up to the promotion. However, 
I am thinking about mentioning this product before I do the live webinar for webinars that convert. The reason for that is I've been talking a lot about me building this program. It's this is a labor of love. I hope you can see by now I have put blood, sweat and tears into these lessons and I've been talking about my model of doing it or my strategy and process. I've been talking about how I've been wanting to create this product for years. I've been doing periscopes about the topic. I've been writing blog posts about webinars. So because in the last few weeks it's been really concentrated on that, I want to probably say, hey, at the end of this training, I'm going to give you an advanced or at the end of this webinar, I'm gonna talk about an advanced training I created. If you wanna dive deeper with me, if you love the way I teach, if you wanna know more about this, I'll give you an opportunity to dive deeper with me. But before we get there, let's focus on what you're here for, and that is da-da-da. So I might mention it, I haven't figured it out yet. There's no right or wrong though. But I will say, is if, if it's a totally cold audience, they don't know you at all, maybe you attracted them only through Facebook ads, I probably, the first one for you to try out, I probably wouldn't mention it because you have no trust with them yet and people are skeptical like, oh, you're gonna sell me something. So in that case, I probably wouldn't mention it and I just knock their socks off with the content. By the time I get to selling, they're like, tell me more. So that's my kind of preference if you're totally brand new to these. But if your audience knows you, then by all means, let them know that's where you're going in this webinar near the end. Now we're moving on to phase two, which is the path. Now the path is the content journey you will take your audience on to illustrate how they can get to the result that you've promised in the phase before. So the path is full of examples, stories, tips, strategies, secrets, and behind the scenes insights to create a clear picture of the possibilities. Whoa, that was a that was a packed bullet, wasn't it? So stories and examples and tips and strategies and secrets, taking people behind the scenes. This is the fun stuff for sure. This should be some of your best stuff. This is where you do not hold back. In my free masterclass about this course, so in my webinar about this course, I gave some nuggets that are in the paid course, and that is totally fine. It would almost be weird if you didn't because then really do the two even align? So remember, we want our content in the path to be fully aligned with our paid product because in the next phase, the promise, we're going to tell them that here's your next logical step, my paid program. So the path should be aligned with what you're selling. So just because I take little nuggets out of my paid program and put them into the webinar, that doesn't mean I'm giving it all away. I'm giving some of my best stuff away for sure. But remember that you need to do that in order for them to feel like you really, really got their back. Also, here's a great lesson for you. You might even want to write this one down. In a webinar, you are teaching the what. In your paid program, you are teaching the how. So what's important? What needs to be done? What is the journey that they need to go on in order to get results? What is the possibility, the opportunity? What is it? What does it look like? That's your webinar. How do you do it? Where do you click? Where do you go? What do you say? How do you get it done? What are the steps exactly that I need to take, the details, the insights? That is your paid program. Now, you during the what, during the webinar, you can give a little, little, little bit of the how because then they see how doable it is. They might even take action right after your webinar, see results and think, whoa, I need more of that, I'm buying that product. 
which then when you send your follow-up sequence after the webinar, boom, they're yours. They want your product. So you see how that works? So remember, the what is the webinar, the how is your paid program, but there might be a little bit of the how in that webinar to tease them about how good it can be. All right, we're on the same page? So here's what you need to know to do a really good job inside the path. And I promised you that we talk a little bit more about really knowing and understanding your audience. And this is where we're gonna do it. So let's pretend right now that your ideal customer is a woman. Let's just make that up. If it's not, no worries. So your ideal customer is a woman and you've got to answer a few questions related to who she is and what she's about in order to build a path inside a webinar that just grabs her instant attention and makes her think, how did you get into my head? How did you know I needed to understand this? So here are the questions you wanna be able to answer. How does she feel right now before the webinar? How does she feel about a pain point or your niche or your topic? You know, we're talking about your webinar topic. So as it relates to your webinar topic, how does she feel right now? What's the problem that is making her feel this way? Because I'm guessing how she feels right now, there's some kind of anxiety or some kind of disappointment or frustration because usually most of our webinars are going to address some kind of challenge or pain point. So what's the problem that is making her feel this way? And how can you quickly solve this problem for her? These questions will also help you find your webinar topic if you're not there yet. What does she need to believe before she can feel confident buying from you? Also, what will make buying for her a no-brainer decision? Just like a simple, here's my credit card, where do I enter it? And how do you want her to feel right before she decides to buy? And how do you want her to feel if she doesn't buy, but when she gets off your webinar? That's another thing that's important. Not everyone's gonna buy. The majority of people on your webinar will not buy. How do you want them to feel though at the end of your webinar? Inspired, excited, um, optimistic about what? Excited about what? Optimistic about what? Answer these questions before you do the path and you're going to just nail that path because you're gonna know exactly what they want. You might not be 100% sure about all of these questions. Do your best. But I do believe knowing this as best you can really allows you to create the most amazing content that's free on your webinar. And when I say, what does she need to believe before she can feel confident buying from you? Does she need to believe that weight loss is truly in her future and it's more doable than she thinks? Does she need to believe that the best way to build a business online right now is to use webinars? Does she need to believe that? So what do I need to do to get her to believe that? So there's some beliefs that she needs to have before she'll ever buy from you. What are they? If you're stuck on any of these questions, jump into the private Facebook group, let us know where you're stuck and let's see how we can help you. Okay, so back to our slide themes. Slide theme number six is the steps, strategies, and secrets. You don't need to have all these three things. You don't need steps, strategies, and secrets, but you need at least one or two of these. And what I mean by that is you're going to guide them with ease. I've seen many webinars where I'm totally confused. They're clicking all over the place. They're talking to people in chat and I don't even know what they're talking about because I can't see the other person's chat. So it's kind of like, okay, so we're gonna move on to the next thing. Oh yeah, John, I totally agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. 
Oh, Sally, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not really sure about that. Maybe I'll look into that. Okay, so, all right, back to the presentation. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I really appreciate a presenter who will give me the steps or strategies or secrets in a succinct order where I can just follow along like, yep, I get it. Yes, I understand. Okay, I'm with you. This will not only help you with your sales, it will help you with your engagement because they're with you every step of the way. So what I always do is break it up into steps or phases um, or strategies, but usually for me it's steps. So as you can see, we, we created this little nifty slide. This was for the Profit Lab and we took them through each of these steps. So core messaging was a step, lead magnet was a step opt-in. So I had all these steps, seven steps, and then of course we celebrated with a little bubbly at the end. So this is how I took them through the webinar. Michael Hyatt does secrets. So in his webinar, this was a webinar all about um, his goal setting program that he sells in December. Definitely check it out. It's amazing and it's really inexpensive and knocks your socks off. But he does secrets. So I think he had five secrets in his path phase of his webinar. The next slide theme is the engagement. I've already talked about this in the lesson right before this. You want to bake in that engagement because you're always going to be working at keeping their full attention. Keep them there because when you get to the promotion phase, you don't want them out the door, you know, playing with their dog outside or answering emails or phone calls. Like we want them fully, fully present with you. And the way to keep their attention throughout the entire presentation is to create slides that demand their attention. Write this down, take action now, type in the comment box. We already went through all of these and I'll go through these even more in detail when I talk about pre-party experience when you go live with your webinar. So there's a lot of engagement conversation inside this whole program, but for now, just know that you wanna have a few slides that ask for them to take action. One of my favorites is the type the words, I'll do it in the dashboard right now if you're excited to create a simple social media sales funnel that really works. So I'm keeping them engaged as I go through the slide deck. Number eight is inspiration. So get them feeling excited and inspired. Remember, you've already answered the question, how do you want them to feel at the end of your webinar? I always ask myself, what do I want them to feel? Because feelings are what gets them to buy. It's not really the logical stuff at all. It's how do they feel? And if they feel like you are amazing, that you know your stuff, that you definitely are the answer to their challenge or their issue, and if they feel optimistic and inspired and excited, well, they're gonna buy. So how do you want them to feel? Well, bake it into your presentation. And I like to use either quotes, like Michael Hyatt did, so the Albert Einstein quote is part of his inspiration during his path phase, or for me, I like to use statements too. So this statement, it's your time, I was leading up to it. So I was talking about, it's time to step on the field and really take your business to the next level. And the way you're gonna do that is with webinars. You've thought about it, you've maybe been nervous about it, you've started it and stopped it, it's your time now. It is your time. And that's my way of saying, let's do this together. So inspiring someone on a webinar is crucial. Number nine is case studies. And you already know that this is really important. Now, what's great is you could do this in a few different ways. But before I give you your options here, the goal of a case study is not for you to show off. It's for you to let your audience see themselves in your students' success. 
oh, I could do that, or ooh, I want that, or oh, wow, that's something that I really have been working on. We want them to see themselves in your case studies. So a lot of the times, I do not use case studies that are huge, like totally unattainable. Even though they're true, I try to stay away from like the big, big, big ones. Now, this Steve Chow, that's kind of a big one. So this is me kind of pushing the limit a little. See where it says, he took my webinar trainings and made $60,000 on his first webinar. Well, I didn't use that case study right in the beginning. I actually worked it in to the middle of my presentation. The case studies I had mentioned before, one of the women had made $15,000 on her first webinar. And then I moved up to the next one, which is $39,000 on her first webinar. Then when I got into almost to the point where I was selling, I talked about Steve because I don't want it to be so big that they think, ah, I can't do that. So you've gotta be careful with your case studies. They need to be relatable because they're not about you and how great you are. They're about your audience and how doable they think that your process is and if they can see themselves with that same success. Huge lesson there. Also, this other one's from Michael Hyatt and I like how he just keeps it simple. Three beautiful pictures and then just a little bit about what they did. And they don't always have to be tied to money, of course. So notice launched a new career, completed a novel. Also, you might not have any case studies yet. You might not have sold your product and you're using a webinar to sell. Well, there's two things you can do there. One, you can actually go out and seek some case studies where some people, you give them your product and you coach them through it and you help them to get great results so that they can be a great testimonial. So you gotta do some work for those. But one other thing you can do is talk about people that have gotten success based on your same philosophies and teachings, even though you might not have taught them. This one you gotta be really careful with. But during my webinar about webinars, so during my master class about webinars, I'm going to mention a woman, her name is Claire, and you're actually probably gonna see some of her slides in here. And Claire is not my student but she's the one that did a webinar for the first time about photography, never had done a webinar before. After it was all said and done, she made $15,000. Now, I know of Claire because a good friend of mine is her coach. So she was telling me about Claire and I thought, oh, she's a great example. She used so many of the same things that I teach, um, actually to a T, so maybe she had learned a little bit from me, but she had never been in my course. But I'm not gonna say, Claire is my student, and look what she did. I'm gonna say, if you're scared about doing webinars and you've never done them before, let me tell you about Claire. Claire did her first webinar and she did this, this, and that, and here's her results. But I'm very careful to say, make sure people don't think that Claire is my student. So I've got to kind of figure that out. I haven't done it yet, but I do plan to talk about Claire. So you can do that, but just really go forward with integrity. But then I have Steve who read all my blog posts, listen to all my podcasts about webinars and did a six, first $60,000 webinar. My course is not out yet. I'm recording it for you now, right? So when I do my webinar, I can't say Steve took my course and got these results, but Steve did take my trainings because I have a bunch of free content out there. So that's another thing that's really important about your pre-webinar content. You can be teaching people, they can be getting results and you can start using them in your webinars. See how that all works? So there's ways around the case studies if you don't have any solid ones from your program just yet. Moving on to phase number three, and that is the promotion. The promotion phase is where you'll sell your paid program, product, or service. It is just as important as the first and second phase. So you 
spend some time and put your hustle into phase one, the promise, and then phase two, which is all the content, the steps, the secrets, the tips. Now we're into the final phase and you're going to give just as much heart in this phase as you did the two others. And you are not going to speed through this phase. Many people, when I first start working with them, I see their slide deck and they have, let's say 50 slides, which usually isn't enough, but they have maybe four slides where they're selling. (laughs) And you've got to love them for that because they're all about giving their best stuff away for free. But really, if we're being honest about it, that's not it. It's just that they don't like to sell and they just feel squeamish about it. So they try to rush through it. You will not make good sales if you rush through the promotion phase. There's no doubt about it. Now there are surefire ways to sell with integrity and heart and confidence. And I'm gonna show you how. The secret is to create slides that allow you to ease right into the selling phase and make sure that you feel really, really good about it. Now the first slide theme for your selling phase is the why did you show up? So once you've already delivered all your content in the path, the transition into selling is something like, so I'm not exactly sure why you showed up here today, but I bet I can guess. And really what you're doing is reiterating from the very beginning when you said you're in the right place if. Now I change them up just a bit, but it's still kind of the same principle there. So you're in the right place if you wanna grow your email list and if you wanna sell with webinars and if you wanna take your business to the next level. But now I say it with a little bit more heart in this phase. I actually say it more specifically as it relates to feelings and emotions and exactly what they want to create in their business. So it's just a little bit of a deeper conversation here. Now these two examples, one is from the Profit Lab, I think you're used to seeing that template so you know where that's from, and the other one is Michael Hyatt's. So he says, why you attended this webinar? And I said, why did you show up today? Same kind of thing, right? And notice what he says, you want to live a life that matters and reach your potential, but there's just too much to do and too little time. The important things are falling through the cracks. You know you're capable of more, but it feels like time is running out. He actually had one more slide that he went into three more bullets. For me, I like to kind of just stick with three to get right to it, but everyone has a different style. Now the next slide theme is the obvious question. I only have one example here because I didn't see this in the other slide decks that I had been pulling from for examples from you, but I think it's really important. And that is you want to acknowledge what they are already thinking. And those that are with you, they're excited, they're totally engaged, they think your content was amazing, they're gonna think, well, what do I need to do to get this up and running? Like, what do I need to do to make this all work? And so this might be the question or some kind of version of this, but this is basically where their head is. And so I think it's good to just acknowledge what they're already thinking. And then from there, what I like to do is give them some options. So I'll say, okay, you've got some options. You can go the complicated way or, or my way. And I don't say my way, but as you can see, I say you can go the complicated and confusing way or the simple and strategic way. And then I usually make a joke like, I'm sure you can guess which way I want you to go. So at this point, I'd love to introduce you or invite you into the Profit Lab or whatever that might be. So we're getting right there, but you're saying you've got some options. You could go the way you've been going and try to figure it out, spend two more years doing X, Y, Z, feeling the frustration, da, da, da. So you wanna build it up. Remember, just because the slides say three or four words doesn't mean you're just reading those. You're actually building this up. 
Or you can do it the simple and strategic way and finally get the results you want so you can move on to other things in your business that you'd love to work on. Well, you could probably guess which way I think you should go. I would love to invite you to join me in the Profit Lab and then I get to selling the Profit Lab. I'm easing my way into it. Now, because I'm easing my way into it, when I say I'd love to invite you to join me inside the Profit Lab, I show the Profit Lab logo. Now you could show like an image of the product. A lot of people like to show like the iPad and the computer and we'll get that to that in a moment. But I also wanted to show you in my $97 Jumpstart program, the one that generates like $2,000 a day for us, this is the title slide I use at this point in the phase. I did it inside Canva, C-A-N-V-A. It's like a tool, a free tool you can use to make your images look good. I wanted to show you this because I don't think that looks very good, but there's two elements that are important here. One, when you invite people into your program, showing your face is probably a good thing. It just builds that instant connection. So I think that might be a good idea. Two, remember your slides don't need to be beautiful to be effective. So just because I think this is kind of janky looking doesn't mean it doesn't work. Remember, $2,000 a day in profits, I'll take that any day. So again, you can do this yourself. It takes you longer though, I will say. I'd love to see you, if you have the slide decks already, awesome. You might have purchased the slide decks through me at the time that you bought this program. You're golden, you are set for life. And if you didn't do that, then you can create them your, yourself. I just don't want you to take tons and tons of times to do so. So just be careful of that. I don't want you to fall into that trap that you're working on your slides for 30 days. Not necessary. But anyway, in this theme, we're introducing the product. Remember, I have a cheat sheet to go through this blueprint, this flow with you, so don't worry. Number 14 is the one sentence product promise. So after I say I'd love to invite you to join me inside the Profit Lab, I tell them exactly what the Profit Lab is. The same thing for I'd like to invite you to join me in webinars that convert, the complete A to Z blueprint for creating and delivering a high converting webinar system. So I actually do read these slides. You know, sometimes I just use the slides to punctuate and then I just tell my story. In this case, I want them to hear exactly what it is. I think the Profit Lab one is better because it's shorter. I tend to get wordy and this one's pretty wordy for the webinar course, but you get the point. One sentence product promise. Now moving on, I will tell them what they're going to get. So this is where I want you to present your product specifics in an appealing way. Don't go overboard with this, but I think it's important that they see exactly what they get. I love the idea of using iPads and iPhones and computer screens. Again, I'll show you my example of that in a moment. But I also like just a list. Like here's what you get inside my program. Now sometimes I like to go and show the modules first and then sum it up in this list like Chantel has done here. Let me give you some other examples. Okay, Michael has done this where he basically shows you, okay, day one, it's all about believing the possibility. Here's what we're going to do. And then he goes through day two, day three, day four, and day five. And then he sums it up with here's what you get. And this is where he's showing the devices picture is what I like to call this. So you can have a designer do this for you. You could look into Box Shop and place it. Two sites that I give you inside the resources page. So across the top of your membership site, look for resources. And it's in the drop down of extras. And in the resources page, I give you some tools that you can put your program inside a device. Now he also shows the device as CDs. 
I don't love doing that if it's not a digital product. So if you're sending them DVDs, awesome. Every time I've done this, I've gotten tons of emails like, where's my physical product? I, I noticed that there were DVDs that were gonna be sent to me. I'm like, oops, there's not actually. So I also though like what he says here where exactly what you get and, and how you get it delivered. And then he shows you this is inside the program. So there's videos, there's cheat sheets, there's transcripts and you've got the play button, the download button, the PDF button. So I thought that was a cool slide he included when he's talking about what you get. Now for me, what I like to do is to tell them what you get, and there's my display product image where in each of the images, it's like a cheat sheet or it's the members area or it's the resource page or a video page, whatever you wanna do. I like to show different things inside each of those, but I tell them what they get. So you get 100% online training, 20 plus training videos, 10 plus cheat sheets, members only private Facebook group, everything's available now. That's what you get. But what I think is important is what you will create. So then I tell them exactly what they'll create and I paint the picture for them. Because remember, features are important and they need to be discussed during the promotion phase, but also we need to stay with the benefits, what you will create. So I think this is a, an important slide that I don't usually see in people's slide decks. Now, next is what it costs. So at some point, and you can maybe move around some of these elements, so just know that they don't have to go in this perfect order, but this is a pretty solid order I'm giving you. You wanna tell them what it's going to cost. Now, typically I lead up to this, so I might have a slide that says, so you're probably curious, what's the investment? And the slide will say, what's the investment, question mark. Well, and then I talk about it. Well, the thing is, you could hire someone to do this for you, and that will likely cost X, Y, Z, and the challenge with that is this or that, or you could figure it out on your own easily and in a really short period of time. And so that's why I've created the Profit Lab. And then I go into, your investment is just $4.97 or three installments of $1.97. So I think you should always have a payment plan, and you wanna present that payment plan along with the pay in full. So that's how I do it. Michael Hyatt, I've actually stolen this image um, and put it into one of my program webinar slides as well, where it's got the early bird special because that's his scarcity in his webinar. Buy now because the early bird pricing is going away. And then he's got the price for independent study and VIP, which is what I have in my Profit Lab course as well. So as you can see, there's different ways to do this, but you wanna make it clear. And notice this is, these are two very clear slides. There's no distractions here. We're telling them exactly how much it costs. And then at some point while you're talking about the product, I want you to include the live link. Show them where to go without distractions. So here's how I do it. And again, download the blueprint to kind of follow along with this. But once I tell them about the product and what they get, I tell them where to go. So I like just one URL and that's the only thing they say see so I'll say go to amyporterfield.com forward slash join and you can sign up right away now Chantel did it pretty similar except that she has the image of her membership site that's cool too but I do like a slide where at one point in the presentation you say if you're ready to sign up I want you to go to blah blah blah.com slash da 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 and join right away so they see, the, they see the link. Once you give them the link, and you don't need to give it to them until you're ready, the reason, let me go back a little bit, the reason I tell them what you get first 
and then I walk them through what it costs is I want them to pay attention and really hear me because you're either going to send them to a sales page or an order form. We'll talk about the pros and cons of both. You're going to send them to either the sales page or order form. So you want to tell them first what they get, because once they go to the URL, you've lost them. You likely do not have their attention anymore once you give the URL. So make sure you get out your most important information before you give the URL. So very valuable. People will get antsy and they'll say, just tell us the URL. I get that. But I think it's your responsibility to give them the information they need to know before you lose them. And you will lose them here. So once you give them the URL, then you want to talk about the guarantee. And the guarantee with your image and the seal, I think is really powerful like Chantel did here because you're saying, look, I've got your back. There's a 30 day, no questions asked, money back guarantee. We're good to go. And this is similar to what I do inside the Profit Lab. Now with webinars that convert, there's a whole different ball game when it comes to the refund. I only wanted to attract people that were literally going to do the work and get big results. Like I only wanted the go-getters, the big players, and that's you because you're in the course. So I, I think I did a good job, right? Well, because of that, I didn't want to make it just a simple 60 day money back, no questions asked guarantee. So there is some stipulations when it comes to refunding webinars that convert. You have actually have to do the work, show me your slides, show me your sales results, you know, a few different things you've got to do in order to get a refund. That way I know if you do all of this, you'll get results and you'll never want a refund. I don't care about the refund. I care about you getting big results. And I really do mean that. So this is the first time that I changed my refund up and I'm really excited about it because I know I'm going to attract the most quality people and you are one of them. So anyway, I just wanted to show you how it's different. The wording was different on the 60 day because I said, show me your results. And then of course, on the sales page, I got even more detailed about those uh, things you need to do to get a refund because you've got to spell it out. And I think it was important that we did that as well. Okay, so moving on to 19, uh, the slide theme is total value. So I've already given the URL, and now what I like to do is show the total value. So Chantel did it in this way, so I wanted to show you one example there. And then for me, what I do is I actually show exactly everything they get and the value of it, and then the total value. This isn't something I've always done, but I thought it was really important because I really put so much into this program. I wanted people to see what they were getting. This total value is really good when the product's more expensive. So this was a thousand dollar program. Obviously you could pay it in 12 small installments, but it still was a thousand bucks. And so because of that, I felt like I really need to show the value here. This is something that you get to choose what works best for you. Mary Crims with her essential oils business, at the end she shows the whole package value. This is everything you get. I think this is really valuable. Notice she says tonight only. So she's building scarcity on the webinar. And then what happens next? So this is where you're gonna walk them through until the very end when they become a member. So what I like to do is say, okay, what happens next is you're gonna to go to amyporterfield.com forward slash join and you are going to see this grid here. So scroll down a little bit on the sales page, you'll see this grid, you'll choose, do you want self-study or mastery? Once you do that, then you're going to click on whatever one works best for you. And I actually might show a slide between this where the, it actually shows where to click to buy. And then I'll say, and then you're gonna to get to the order form. And that's your final step. So you're gonna fill out the order form and you will get an email from me instantly welcoming you into the program with your membership login. 
So tell them how it works. I think that's so very valuable. Another thing you can do here that I didn't actually show you is you can also say, once you get that email with your login details, log in and here's what it will look like. This is your membership area. And you can show a picture of that. I show pictures of the membership area when I tell them what they're going to get, but it might be a cool thing to do at this point as well. Now, before we get to number 21, the final slide theme, I do wanna back up a little bit. Remember in the very beginning, I talked about the fast action bonus. Well, this is where, let me show you where you might want to mention it here. Okay, so when you say uh, what you'll get, so we actually show them exactly what they're going to get. And I also walk them through module by module. So what you're not seeing here is I also will include five slides where I'll say module one, here's what you get, module two. And it takes a little while and you're going to feel like, oh my God, I'm spending way too much time promoting. Remember, the people that are listening right now are those that want to buy. So I tend to show them exactly what they get in all the modules. I might do it after I give the link. You just gotta do what you feel is feels right to you. But anyway, I do that and then I show the bonuses and then I show the fast action bonus. So I remind them, I say, now remember, I promise you if you stay till the very end, I'll tell you about a special bonus. And that special bonus is this. And I show that slide again that I showed during phase one. And I'll say, if you purchase this program before we are off live, you will get this extra bonus as well. And that is so crucial for your webinar. So I wanna really hit home with this that I think everybody should have a fast action bonus. So let me show you where the fast action bonus pops up again. And that is on the final slide. Now, this is kind of like my secret sauce. It's a slide that I created that you can use throughout your entire live Q&A. And I typically, when I land on this slide, I don't go back up. I don't go and find other slides to talk about them or I don't go on the web and click over and show them stuff. During the live Q&A, I just stay on this slide. And I think that's important. One, because the timer's going and if you click off it, the timer will stop and start over again. And also, I think it's important that the URL is always in front of your audience during the live Q&A. So once you move into the live Q&A, this is what they should see. And basically, right before you go into the slide, you say, okay, so now what I'd love to do is answer some questions that you may have about my product or program or about what I've just taught here. But I always say it like that. I wanna answer some questions that you may have about the product, webinars that convert, or just about anything I taught in this webinar. But I start out with, ask me questions about the product. Because remember, I'm gonna get into this in another lesson, but that Q&A, that's a strategy. It's your strategy to sell more. So we're gonna do a very, very strategic live Q&A. We'll get there in a moment. But that's how you ease into this final slide. So the timer starts. And now for the next 15 minutes, your job is to answer some questions. And during that time, they're seeing the URL the whole time. They're seeing that the timer is going and the goal of the timer is the fast action bonus. This is where it plays the big part in that they need to purchase your program before the timer runs out. Now, if the timer runs out and you're not done with your Q&A, you can say, hey, I know that I said if you purchase my program, by the time the timer runs out, you'll get the fast action bonus. As long as we're still on live, that offer still stands. So as long as I'm here live with you and you order my program, you can still get the fast action bonus. So you just want to throw that out there so they feel confident about buying still. 
But this is where that urgency comes in, the scarcity, I gotta buy now, I'm gonna lose out. That's important for a live webinar. It's important for your automated webinar as well, but we'll talk about that in terms of urgency and scarcity in module five when it comes to automation. Now, as you can see, I also give them the opportunity to email me in the webinars that convert final slide. So I'll say, if you have any questions, don't hesitate, email me right away. My team is standing by to help you out. At this point, I also tell them that I have live chat on the sales page. So if they have questions that they don't want to ask during the live Q&A, jump on the sales page at amyporterfield.com forward slash join, and my team is standing by to answer any questions they may have. So I'm giving them a lot of options. Here's my profit lab final slide. As you can see, it's almost identical, right? And I added a phone number. So Travinia, my assistant, she actually took phone calls as well. Not during the live webinar. I told people, you're going to get a recording, but leave your name and number. And in that recording, they heard me and I answered some questions and gave them the opportunity to leave a message for Travinia. And then here's another one. Again, this one doesn't look so great, right? I did this one on my own. This is the jumpstart one. This is the one that's working right now. It doesn't need to look beautiful in order to work. Now I talk about this timer. See how the timer is going to get going? I talk about the timer in the resources page. So inside your members area under extras. So um, I talk about a few different timers. Timers for inside your emails, timers for inside your slide deck, and timers on your sales page. So there's a lot of different resources when it comes to timers. Here are two other examples of timers. The first one is from Claire, who is the photographer that generated $15,000 on her webinar. And this next one is Chantel. And both of them, they did themselves. They weren't professionally done. They both converted really well. So I just wanted to show you, you don't have to get it done professionally for it to work. Okay, so now you have all 21 different slide themes that I want to encourage you to incorporate into your slide presentation. But before we wrap up, I want to give you the profitable webinars rule. From your webinar, you need to send your audience to a page where they can buy. It can be a sales page or an order form. So let's talk about both. A sales page is going to help you sell more. There's no doubt about it. So if you send traffic to a sales page where you talk about the program more, you show the different levels of pricing and the installments, you give some more testimonials, you know sales pages, you've seen sales pages before. So if you send them to a sales page, there's a lot more info there and it's likely going to convert better for you. Not always, but usually that's what we see. Now, if you're on a tight budget and you want to create a sales page, Lead Pages has some nice sales page templates so you don't have to pay a designer and a programmer to do it for you. However, an order form is a whole lot easier. And I know some internet marketers, big time internet marketers, that they send people to an order form from their webinar. And that's fine too, you can do that. Just know that you might have to give more information in the webinar before you send them to the order form because there's not gonna be a lot of detail there. So if they have any questions, you better have covered it during the promotion phase of your webinar because they're not gonna to get to reread what's in all the modules and they won't see a bunch of testimonials or the you know different options in terms of pricing explained. Basically that order form is just that, it's taking their order. Now if you are going to send traffic to an order form, you might wanna consider making it custom. Now this is a more advanced strategy, but I wanted to give you some options. So this is my order form. I actually send people to a sales page, which we'll talk about in one moment. But when they do hit the order form, we created this custom, meaning we had a designer and a programmer set it up for us. It's pretty beautiful, right? 
Did I used to do it like this five years ago when I started doing webinars? Heck no. Heck no, I sent them to an ugly order form and it's still converted. So again, this is all just growing in your business, moving into phases of you know more customization when you have the budget for it. I can't stress that enough because I never want you to think yours needs to look like mine in order for it to work. It's nice to have it look like this, right? But it's not a must. But I do think an, a, a nicely designed order form can help you convert better. So although it's not a must, it can increase your conversions. And if you want more sales, then this is something that you might wanna look into. You could show your designer this look and feel and say, can you create something like this for me? And you can talk to your programmer and say, hey, could you program this to make it work? So use this as a model if this is the way you wanna go. Now, I actually use a sales page. I don't send people directly to an order form, but here's a cool trick that you can think about. If you have a sales page and you get it designed custom, so it's not a lead pages sales page, if you have a custom sales page, what I suggest is when you're sending traffic directly from a webinar, send them to an abbreviated sales page. So for me, there's two sales pages I've got going on, a long form sales page with all the details and then an abbreviated sales page where the only thing on that abbreviated sales page is the header and then a quick little introduction mentioning the product and maybe that one sentence, you know, here's what it's all about. And then I show the, the modules, what's in every module, I add a testimonial, and then I add the different payment options. So I don't add the backstory leading up to it. Like my sales page for webinars that convert is a monster. It's really, really detailed. Yours does not need to be. But my long form sales page has a lot of detail in it. I don't want people going from my webinar to that long form sales page because then it's just reiterating everything I just taught on the webinar and it's distracting to them. I want them to have more information than just an order form, but I don't want them to have too much information. So that's why I send people from my webinar to an abbreviated sales page with just the information they might need to know, a little extra detail or insights, and then bam, here's how you buy 12 pay option, one pay option, gold and send them directly to the order form. So my suggestion to you is if you're just starting out, Think about a custom order form. If you can get a designer and programmer to do it for you and it's not expensive, think about maybe sending them here and then, um, or if you wanna take it to an entirely new level, you send them to a sales page. Here's one more thing I'll add to this and then we'll wrap it up. And that is that what's a little bit tough is that if you're going to do a follow-up sequence, the emails after a webinar, it's nice to send them to a sales page. That way you don't have to put all the details in those emails, those follow-up emails. If you're following up a webinar with a follow-up sequence, an email sequence, and you're sending them to an order form, you need to make sure that you have all the module details and the benefits and the features and case studies and all of that in that follow-up sequence because they're not gonna get it anywhere else. So it's just kind of something to think about. Here's what I want you to do. If you're on the fence and you don't know which way to go, jump into the private Facebook group. Start a discussion around an order form versus a sales page and see what other people say. I think that you know down the road I might try sending people directly to an order form and see how it goes. I've just never done it that way. And because I've had such big success, it's like, why change what's not broken? But I do think that this is a cool way to do it as well. Just something to think about.
Now remember, I've been teasing you this entire time with the perfect slide deck blueprint cheat sheet that I created for you. You can get it directly underneath this video. It is a must for you to print out and use as you create your slide presentation because I'll take you through all of those themes and make sure you have all the important elements of a stellar slide deck presentation. So the only place that you might get stuck is trying to be perfect at this. I've said it enough. I won't even stay on this slide more than a few seconds. They do not need to be perfect. They do not need to be professionally designed. The flow is more important than the look of your slide presentation. It's icing on the cake when they look pretty amazing, and it will give you that jolt of confidence that many of us really could use during a live webinar. So now it's time to do the work and make it real. Let's get going on your slide deck. Here's something you need to remember. Yes, this was a long lesson, but that's just because there's a lot involved and your slide presentation is a huge part of the system, but it's also a lot of fun. This is where I love spending my time. I enjoy every minute of it. Creating the slide presentation is just so fun because it's an art and a science and you get to be strategic and creative. Enjoy the process. I cannot wait to see what you create. I'll see you in the next module.